Welcome to the Warrior Parenting Podcast, where we empower your student to grow academically strong, social and emotionally mature, spiritually deep, and be prepared for life. Uh, I'm Caleb, one of the teachers at Longmont Christian, and we wanted to start this podcast so that you parents could hear um, more about those areas. So on each episode, we'll be unpacking one of those three things, as well as you'll be getting an interview from several of our staff, so you can get to hear more about their heart behind what they love to do at Longmont Christian School. So let's jump into today's conversation. My name is Steve Lane. I'm the executive director at Longmont Christian School, and I'm happy to have with us uh, for this first podcast uh, the, the one who's hosting us, Caleb, who is our chaplain here at Longmont Christian School and is also our physical education teacher. And he's going to be talking a little bit about our spiritual growth plan here uh, at Longmont Christian School today. We have Seth Hayes, who is our school counselor, and he will give us some information about how we are going to assess our growth and our kids' social and emotional development. And then we have our principal, Lindsey Perkins, uh, who is here is gonna talk a little bit about our academic growth plan for our students uh, and talk about deep hope. And so as we begin, I just wanted to share with you our vision statement, Longmont Christian School empowers students to grow academically strong, socially and emotionally mature, spiritually deep, and to be prepared for life. And so as we look to see kids grow here on campus, we're looking in these three major areas, academic strength, social and emotional maturity, and spiritual depth. And so why don't we just jump right in and we'll dialogue as we go. But uh, Lindsay, would you talk to our parents a little bit about uh, academic strength, what it looks like here on campus, how we assess it, and a little bit about Deep Hope. Thank you, Steve. This year, with our new curriculum from Purposeful Design, uh, we're really looking at ways to bring our learning to life and focusing on project-based learning that really turns everything around um, based on questioning, inquiries. And the students and the staff have to figure out the deeper meaning of the information they're learning and how it's applicable in real life situations and scenarios. We just finished up in middle school a wonderful family heritage project um, that Miss Katie Keith had them complete. That's a, an example of a very long project-based uh, learning unit. But in elementary, we're getting ready to do some there as well. I think for me, it's getting past the what's and the where's and the the basic learning on Bloom's Taxonomy's lowest level of recall and really getting to the critical thinking skill of why is this important and how do we apply it in real day life, which will lead to our next uh, professional development. We've already started with um, public project-based learning and we're really gonna be looking at our questioning techniques at our next professional development to really make sure we're pushing kids past that first layer of, of information recall. Lindsay, before you talk a little bit about Deep Hope, could you tell our parents just some of, I guess, the, the differences that you are seeing 
as it relates to what we're able to do in the classroom here with our students overall, but also academically, versus what you see and some of the background that you had before you got here in the public system? Yeah, the, the public school system has a lot of resources and um, great people and staff. The biggest difference that I see, though, are our class sizes. And that's a lot to do for one teacher if you have a class of 30, 32, sometimes 34 and 35 um, from my experience. Um, if you have a gifted student and if you have a student on an accommodation plan that's struggling day to day, um, even your best teacher with the best of intentions is going to struggle to keep up with those needs on a consistent basis for those kids. Um, most of the time, classes had an average of 10 or 11, almost 50% of their um, classes, it's a little less than 50%, would be on some kind of plan, whether it was um, a reading plan, a gifted plan, a 504 IEP type plan. Here, though, um, even if you have one gifted student in a class and one student on an accommodation plan, the numbers are low enough that the teachers really do have um, the time in their day to get to know that student, what makes them engage in their academics, and then also how to help and support them. The other great thing about it is that the other adults in the building also have time and um, the capability to meet with those students as well. So they're getting support from whether it's myself, Mr. Hayes as the counselor, you as the director, uh, our resource teacher, Ms. Pedersen, um, or just through their uh, classroom teacher as well as the, as the classroom expert. They're getting a lot of other adult resources that, um, and attention that you just don't get everywhere with big classes. So talk to us a little bit about Deep Hope. Yeah, so Deep Hope was um, something that we looked at as a staff at our staff retreat in July, um, talking about our Deep Hope for the school for the school year and trying to get beyond, just like with our learning, that basic level of, oh, I hope we have a good year. Oh, I hope um, we have more students enroll or, oh, I hope, um, you know, anything that, that's just kind of getting you through day to day and really looking at, well, why are you here? What's your passion in this job? What's your passion in this, your role at the school? And what do you want to see God do um, beyond just having a good year and making it through um, the end of May? For our parents, we really want them to, to also look deeper into their student school year. And I had to do this as well because I think it's easy to say, oh, my fear this year is is this. I hope that they're able to make friends um, or that she's able to take a nap in the middle of the day and then at night once she comes home. Those are, those are desires, but I wouldn't say they're necessarily a deep hope. Um, so we really want families to also look at um, what's your deep hope for your child as it relates to the whole child. And here I really do feel like Longmont Christian is able to look at the whole child because we get to invest in the spiritual lives of these kids and not just the academics. And that's, I think that's probably the most special part of my job is that I can actually say whole child and, and we really mean it. Um, so we have teachers looking at their deep hope as teachers um, and then also 
uh, at conferences, you talked about hopefully families were able to, to get into what their deep hope for their child this year is. Great, Lindsay. Seth Hayes, our Longmont Christian School counselor. Seth, would you tell our parents a little bit about uh, your background, why you're here, and what you do here on campus? And then we'll talk a little bit as well about how we're going to help our kids grow socially and emotionally. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, um, I've worked in public schools for the last 10 years with an outside program that was connected with the public schools. I've worked with the same students and their families, um, helping them both academically with social emotionally, with college and career preparation. So my time with them finished up when they graduated high school. So I've been working to become a school counselor. And part of that process is an internship, which I'm doing in part here at LCS. I also have two kids at the school, a fifth grader and a second grader. So we hear a lot these days about social emotional development. Explain what that looks like from a Christian perspective and what it looks like here uh, on Longmont Christian School campus. Yeah, definitely SCL is a hot topic buzzword these days and you'll find it in almost any school and LCS is no exception, but because we're able to talk about Christ and Christianity, we can bring a whole another level to that. And to help us do that, we've adopted a curriculum called Frenzy. It's a classroom-based curriculum that the teachers carry out once or twice a month with different topics to make sure all of our students have the same understanding and are coming from the same place. Um, I'm sure your students will share with you what they're learning in that. And, but we also want to hit students where they're at because as you know, social emotional learning is kind of on a continuum. Some students hit different milestones at different times. So in order to partner with you to hit, you where, hit your students where they're at, we're using the strength. Um, it's warrior strength. So we've developed eight different attributes that we think show Christ-like qualities and also social emotional qualities. So in your conference with your teacher, you should have gone through these eight different um, attributes and selected two or three to work with your kids and your teacher on. So our hope is to partner with you and your students. So we're mentoring them there and encouraging them while they're in school, and you're also mentoring and encouraging them while they're at home. And we have ways to stay connected with you, so this is like an ongoing process and conversation. And being a school counselor, I'm also here in classrooms working on specific issues, meeting with kids individually. And anytime you have any questions or concerns, you're more than welcome just to reach out to me and I'd love to connect and support you how I can. Thanks, Seth. And Caleb Flowers, our school chaplain, uh, has developed some benchmarks for spiritual growth here on campus. And so, uh, Caleb, why don't you just talk a little bit to our parents about how you came up with these benchmarks and, and how you see us being able to assess spiritual growth through our students and our parents' children here on campus. Yeah, so one of the things that we noticed when we first started having these conversations about where kids were at spiritually and things like that was I was hearing a lot of things from kids just in regular conversations where they were talking about um, things spiritually they were doing with their parents. So like you know, they're talking about how my mom prays for us when we get in the car and come to school. My dad reads me this, this Bible story at night. All these really incredible things that you parents are doing to kind of help spur on um, your kid's spiritual growth. And we were like, well, as this Christian school, what's our part in that responsibility to help foster and develop that growth? And so that's kind of where we came up with the spiritual growth plan. Um, 
because we wanted to help give you parents a tool to continue to use um, as you help develop and guide your kids spiritually because we believe that you're the number one discipler of your kids. And so the plan um, that we came up with has 10 benchmarks. You'll hear a lot more about those um, in your conference and then also as you listen to some of these next episodes uh, on the podcast, cover them. Um, But the goal is to, we kind of looked at Jesus' life and then some other Christian characteristics to come up with those 10. Um, They're all biblically based. They're all Jesus based. um, And we're using that to kind of guide where kids are at as they go grade to grade and help, you know, you as a parent be able to track that. Or not, maybe not track it. That's a little legalistic, but just to be aware of like, these are the conversations that your kids are working through. How did you balance in those benchmarks, those spiritual benchmarks, sort of the here are the things you need to know and here are the things that should be showing up in your life and that you should do? Yeah, so one of them um, is scripture memorization. That is a big thing here. Like I think almost all of our elementary grades do that in their curriculum. Um, And so it's like, okay, you get points in class for having like your Bible verse memorized. But what we want to know is on a surface level, like, what does that mean to you as a kid to have it memorized? And then as they grow developedly, we look at like, okay, you have that memorized now, but how does that like passage start to like transform you to be more like Jesus? So I think that's a simple one with that. Good. And so one of the things we want you parents to understand is that we we get it. We're in partnership with you. And as Caleb said, you're the primary disciplers of your children. Uh, But we appreciate and are excited about the opportunity to join with you in this process. And so we want to make sure that your children are are growing well cognitively and academically, socially, emotionally and spiritually. And yet, if we are doing this without partnering with you, then it's not really complete. And so that's why we are developing these podcasts. Uh, It's to inform you on different things that are going on here on campus. It's to talk about these three areas of growth in more depth. And so that as we talk about it on the podcast and you listen, and then we meet together uh, and talk about your child or your children, uh, then we're able to really partner in a way uh, that helps us really uh, see these kids grow, develop, and flourish, which is what we all want. So, Caleb, thank you for setting all of this up for us and anything you need to say to our parents as they look forward to some of the other podcasts that will be coming. Uh, I think one of my favorite parts about doing this, so I've been working on this for a few weeks now, but um, I've almost felt like a treasure hunter, which sounds a little silly and weird, but it's like I feel like after all the, every conversation I've had with some of the staff members here that it's just like uncovering gems. Um, there's a lot of really great people here on this team, um, and so I'm really excited for you guys as the families to get to know uh, everybody closer in that way. I am sitting down real quick with Casey, our preschool director, to talk about an upcoming event we have for all the parents at the school, not just the preschool parents. So Casey, do you want to share a little bit about that? Yes, I'm really excited to be hosting a parenting class here at LCS for all the parents and friends of parents. Um, So the class is called Positive Discipline, and it's all about setting boundaries for our kids within loving limits. 
Um, I think a lot of parents feel like they have to be harsh in order to maintain firm boundaries with their kids. And so in this class, you'll learn that that's actually not the case and that you can hold those firm boundaries in a really loving way. Great. When, when is it? November 1st from 6 to 7.30 p.m. here at LCS in the Hub. Will someone be there to take care of my kids? <laughs> yes. Um, we are hiring people for child care. Um, there will be child care for ages 3 and up. And be sure whenever you sign up to email me with your RSVP for your children. Does that cost any money? Yes. It's $10 per child. And that's mostly for to pay the the teachers yeah, oh, who are absolutely. volunteering All their of that time. All will go to the staff that we're hiring for the childcare. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's like an internal. The internal staff is doing the childcare for that one. Yes, um, absolutely. When? Oh, I think it might be any other questions I have. Is there anything else I'm missing? Oh, I got it. I got one. I got one. So where can uh, people go to sign up? Um, there will be a link sent out via email that you can sign up, and you can also send that link to um, some of your friends that are moms or dads um, for them to sign up as well. Great, and we will drop that in the show notes as well for this episode. So just scroll down. It should be right there. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you.